Hello and welcome back to Herbs, Acupuncture, and Everything Else. I am herbalist Emma and this week we have a special guest. Her name is Nicole DiNardo and she is a certified holistic nutritionist and teacher at the Institute of Holistic Nutrition as well as an iridologist. Hi Emma, thanks for having me here. All right, so this week we thought we would take advantage of having Nicole here to talk about one of her specialties, which is cardiovascular health. Yes, um, I, it's something that's really important. It's one of the top killers uh, in North America, so yeah, yeah, important. But before we do that, Nicole, can you tell us a little bit about how you got into being a holistic nutritionist and also maybe a little bit about iridology? Yeah, I got into holistic nutrition because I'm a big foodie and I love talking about food to anyone who will listen to me. Um, so then I decided to take it a, a bit of a step further and really getting into the nutrition behind it. I changed my lifestyle as well and saw such incredible benefits. So I wanted to uh, make a difference in the world through food. Love it. Yeah. And how did iridology come about or iridology? Um, the second I learned about iridology, I was hooked. Right. It seemed like an incredible diagnostic tool, especially for a nutritionist. So being able to look into the iris and learn about someone's imbalances um, or where they may need some extra help, that paired with symptomatology of the body it has been really helpful in my practice. Yeah, it's really good that you clarified what iridology meant because <laughs> I was going to ask that too. But yeah, so that's really interesting. So you have kind of expanded your practice as you've gone on because you've been a nutritionist for how many years now? It's been about uh, three years now. Nice, nice. Goes by mm. fast, eh? It does, yeah. And now you teach at the same school that you went to, right? I do. I'm starting in the new year um, at the Toronto and Mississauga campus teaching symptomatology, which is essentially um, listening to the signs of the body mm. and then deciphering what our body is trying to tell us. Holy yeah. I have so many nutrition questions all the time, and I feel like it's something that there's often a lot of like misinformation about, would you say? Absolutely. There is a lot of contra... <laughs> contradictory contradictory maybe? there's a lot of contradictory yeah. information online right yeah. now yeah um and everyone has an opinion on something this way or that mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but rarely are people going into the science behind it and looking at the PubMed med studies and figuring yeah. out what's what yeah totally and there's a lot of fad diets i think people are like you hear more and more like things floating around like keto is great for you or yeah. no do low fod is it low fodmap or regular fodmap low, fo <laughs> low fodmaps yeah yeah fodmap diets and then there's the leaky gut diet or the gaps the gaps diet yep uh veganism raw fruitarian yeah. vegetarian it's a mess um so yeah hopefully today we can shed a little bit of light on that we'll probably have to have you back for many more episodes about all of those diets so many topics um but yeah why cardiovascular health uh cardiovascular health is something that is personally important to me um i had an aunt who had a major heart attack at a young age uh, my grandmother passed from heart disease uh so it is something that's present in my lineage mm -hmm. um I, ha I personally have an arrhythmia and i had mm -hmm. a disease that affected my heart at a, a young age of seven yeah so uh, it's a personal concern for me, and I, and also because I, I feel like it's the best way to make such an impact. Totally. You know, yeah. so many people are suffering from hypertension, mm -hmm. high cholesterol. Um, yeah, if your heart's not working, what else you got? Well, yeah, right. It's like <laughs> the center of your being, and mm -hmm. in Chinese medicine, it's where the the shen or the spirit lives, um, and the heart is very. It's a it's a very hot 
organ. It's mm-hmm. a fire organ, mm-hmm. and it's often influenced by emotions and influences emotions um, associated in Chinese medicine with waking up in the middle of the night with lots of dreams. Not necessarily always the heart, but the heart is definitely a part of it. Um, and the pericardium being an organ in Chinese medicine as well, the sac that wraps around the heart as the protector of the heart and anything that gets through the heart through to the heart has to pass through that pericardium layer um, in Chinese medicine. So those are kind of just a little overview there um, of how Chinese medicine sees the heart and a lot of their medicine is about yeah heart health as well because it's so vital absolutely to the human being. And I do believe you know our emotions can become stagnant in certain organs and especially mm-hmm. you know feelings of love or heart heartbreak or heartache or not expressing a sense of loss in your life mm-hmm. uh, can lead to mm-hmm. heart issues down the road you know our um what's the word uh, our psychology becomes our biology mm, i like that psychology <laughs> becomes biology that's spooky business right there that gave you chills Okay, let's see here. Okay, so I guess um, a big topic that I think we would all need some clarity on would be cholesterol. Yeah, cholesterol is um, a big one. And it's actually very integral to our bodies. Mm. And it it takes a lot of heat, poor cholesterol. Yeah. So cholesterol lines every single cell of our body and determines the integrity of the cells. Um, It's also a um, precursor to our steroid hormones so it's it's really important we need cholesterol and Mm. our body does make it as well um but when we see uh levels of high cholesterol right away we start to attack our intake of cholesterol Mm -hmm. our dietary intake right but we as a holistic nutritionist we need to go a step further look at the root cause and say okay why is the body producing too much cholesterol Mm -hmm. not get get it out of the diet right we have to figure out what our body's trying to protect us from. So if you think of your arteries um, being attacked by free radicals, let's say. Let's say they got, you got a cut on your arm. Okay. What does your skin do? You produce something like pus to protect it while right. it's healing. Inflammation, right. White pus, blood cells, all White that. blood cells, it's all healing up um, in, that, in that cut. Right. Well, that's exactly what's happening in your arteries. The cholesterol is building plaque mm. because there's been damage to the artery from something else. Whoa. So okay. as a holistic nutritionist, we say, is it the cholesterol or was it the damage to the artery? Okay. Okay. So what could cause damage to the artery? Great question. <laughs> so free radical damage, you probably have heard of it before. The classic sign would be from um, cigarette smoke. Okay. So that... All the chemicals that you take in from there cause free radical damage in mm-hmm. your arteries. Okay. So is free radical essentially like chemicals or uh, like things that shouldn't be in your bloodstream that are causing issues in your arteries? Is that... Yeah, it's like a rogue chemical okay. that needs an antioxidant to dismember it. Right, right, right. <laughs> Turn it off, so to speak. Basically, it needs to be neutralized with an antioxidant. Otherwise, it's free to roam in your body, causing inflammation, causing damage to your arteries and mm. many other parts of your body. Right, because you can... There are people that go on like low cholesterol diets and still have high cholesterol, correct? Exactly. Okay. So there is some sort of toxin that they're being exposed to, whether that be through um, chemical processing of foods, mm. pollution... Um, even, 
even trans fats from mm, fried foods okay, causes so, free radical damage. Yeah, so here's a good thing to talk about too. So fats versus trans fats, good cholesterol, bad cholesterol? Yeah, so I mean, for the general public, people like to say bad, bad, Yeah. you know, because it's harder to decipher the um, intricacies between all the different fats. Right. But the truth is there's a lot of fats that we need in our body. Our brain mm. is made of fat. Our, our nerves are covered in a fatty mm-hmm. sheath. Mm-hmm. Um, so we really do need uh, the good fats. Yeah, man. And you totally. probably hear a lot about the good fats and the bad fats. Yeah, good fats are so important. I like to mm-hmm. think about how breast milk is mostly fat, mm-hmm. and that's the first thing that you get when you're welcomed into the world is a high-fat diet yeah. for a really long time because that's what it takes to build up the, the body, right? Absolutely. I think that's one of the worst things that we've ever done is to steer away from fat mm. in the 80s, 90s, and 2000s. For the most part is when it really got pretty bad with the low fat craze right and i'm not surprised with the um increase of alzheimer's mm. with people who followed that low fat diet right right because your nerves and then your neurons are breaking down faster than they should maybe or well, just for the general fact that our brain is made of fat yeah totally yeah. man so if you do have cholesterol issues what are things that you can do If you have cholesterol issues, the number one thing I'd work on is removing the toxins from your diet Mm. and working on an anti-inflammatory diet. Okay, cool. So not necessarily low cholesterol, but anti-inflammatory. Exactly. Cool. We want to reduce the free radical damage. We want to increase the antioxidants to Mm -hmm. neutralize any free radicals that may be there. Mm -hmm. Um, But I always recommend increasing um, olive oil Mm. but making sure that it's extra virgin Mm. you know um just getting a really good source of olive oil a really good source of um of monounsaturated fats is avocado as well Mm. um so i start with that i start with some sort of essential fatty acid getting your omega-3s in um i recommend to all of my cardiology clients to have uh, fatty fish three times a week nice um and that alone Eating the actual fish has mm-hmm. been proven to reduce cholesterol. Nice. Okay, which fishes? Which fishes? My <laughs> which fishes. Fish? <laughs> my, my fishies. Yeah. Uh, my favorite fishies <laughs> is the mackerel. Okay. Um, mackerel is number one for me because it's a small fish. Mm-hmm. Um, and it has a lower exposure to mercury. It doesn't right. live a long time like bigger fish like tuna. Right, less so bioaccumulation. It, exactly, yeah. yeah. And then for that same reason is why i like sardines as well mm. um i also like fish that are you know part of a bycatch so they're not overfished and mm. their stores in, in the ocean are still okay mm. anchovies fit into that category as well nice. um, although if someone does have hypertension i do say to look for anchovies packed in oil not necessarily salt packed nice that's so important i feel like the bycatch is a really important thing to to hit on too mm-hmm. right because mm-hmm. fishing is our fish on our oceans are at such they're in dire straits right mm-hmm. now, but also yeah. fish are so unbelievably good for us yeah. that there's got to be a way to. You well, know. it's the it's the demand of those top eight fish that everyone asks for, which is causing you know the influx of the trawling and mm-hmm. and it's absolutely so wasteful. Yeah. So if you can at least help with that industry by purchasing bycatch. Mm-hmm. I think you're going to help with that waste. And right. then also asking your fishmonger for different types of fish. Yeah. But in general, for heart health, what you want is a cold water fatty fish. Nice. The reason being they're able to keep their um, 
their blood fluid in a very cold temperature. Mm. That means in terms of the stability of that oil, it's great for our very arteries. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Man, such good, such good medicine in our food, right? Yeah. Holy Hannah. Okay. So on the on the the trail trail of antioxidants can you (laughs) explain what antioxidants are and what are good sources of those for people that are dealing with different heart issues or just want to keep their heart healthy yeah so antioxidants are um, a molecule that can bind to another molecule and uh, neutralize its damage Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. so oxidative stress on the body can cause harm but if you have an antioxidant it's because it binds it and shuttles it out Mm. Um, so what I like to recommend are chelators Mm. Uh, chelators are essentially like scavengers yeah Um, so they they bind to toxins like I said shuttle them out of the body and one of the best chelators that we have available is um, a cilantro fresh cilantro Mm. it's very very powerful medicine um it's give or take not everyone loves the flavor you know tastes like soap kind of nasty (laughs) yeah um but But you can also also take it as a supplement too but um parsley um cilantro dill Mm. and watercress they're all super powerful chelators dill eh dill too i love a good dill yeah that's great you could throw all those herbs into a frittata <laughs> I think we should mention that you're Italian. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I overpronounce Italian words. <laughs> I love it. I love it. That's great. Okay. So then can I ask a follow up tangent question? Mm-hmm. Are eggs okay? Oh, what a great question. Because I get that question every day. Yeah. Yes. So um eggs thinking that eggs are bad for your cholesterol is so eighties. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> or or vegan. Or vegan. <laughs> or so right now. Yes. Um, Okay, so they're like, oh, wow, eggs raise your cholesterol. Darn, stop eating it. And then they're like, oh, hang on. Eggs raises your your good cholesterol, your HDL. Cool. But now they're dealing with all this conflicting information that's still there to this day that it's high in cholesterol, but it's actually high in the good cholesterol. Okay. And we want our um, cholesterol levels to be high in HDL. Okay. So do you actually put cardiac patients on an, a diet including eggs? I absolutely do. Very cool. That's really good to know. Egg yolks, people. Yolks. Yolks. So what, what about whites? Egg whites are great. Albumin, protein, they're wonderful. Yeah. But we get the choline and so many mm. other nutrients from the yolk. Cool. Okay. That makes sense. Okay. Mm. Awesome. Sorry. Keep going on the antioxidants. Yeah. Then. The, the yolk is magic sauce. It's pretty Magic great. sauce. I love it. <laughs> so yeah. the antioxidants, obviously the stuff that you'd go to right away would be the blueberries and mm-hmm. um, all those really dark, rich colored fruits. Um, if you're a diabetic, you don't have to worry. They're actually low in uh, glycemic. So mm-hmm. it's a nice way to get your sweets without worrying about the sugar content in them. Yeah. Um, another one would be um, cacao powder as well. Mm. Uh, so dark, um, making sure you get quality, organic, fair trade dark cocoa powder. Yeah. But that's a, a great um, antioxidant as well as a polyphenol. Nice. So something to lower blood pressure and mm-hmm. Um, reduce um, arterial placking as well. Nice. Yeah, and um, there's a herb too. I mean, there's a lot of herbs that are probably mm-hmm. antioxidant, but there's one that comes to mind that we talked about last episode for oxidative stress, and that one's rhodiola. Rhodiola. Yeah, as yeah. a great antioxidant um, 
It is a little stimulating, though, so I would say mm-hmm. if you're, yeah, hypertensive, then maybe consult your practitioner before mm-hmm. taking rhodiola. Like, don't start supplementing with it, but, uh, yeah, it can definitely be helpful there for sure. Oh, I love rhodiola, and it smells amazing to yeah. me, so I think I might need it. There you go. <laughs> totally. Um, other things that are great for the heart-healthy diet is improving um, your liver. So, you know, how do we break down fats? Yes, mm-hmm. if there is excess cholesterol uh, going through your body, how does your, bo- your body process that? So we need the liver to be functioning well. We mm-hmm. need the gallbladder. And we need bile. Mm. So bile is what's going to emulsify fats. It's kind of like dish soap on a greasy pan. Hey. hey. So we need that. It's crazy, man. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is. It's If you increase the squirting of the bile, yeah, it's very it's, good. Yeah, it's wacky how your body is like a dishwasher. <laughs> it is. Yeah, truly. So some liver-supportive uh, foods I love uh, that are also antioxidant is the um, artichokes. Yeah. Artichokes are just magic. They're good stuff. Yeah. yeah. They've got, they're prebiotic yeah. as well, so yeah. they feed all your good bugs, uh, and they're great for the liver, too. Very cool, very cool. And artichokes also, the leaves are used in herbal medicine for a similar thing, for liver detox, liver mm-hmm. support, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and super high awesome. in fiber, right? Yeah. Yeah, I like artichokes. Me too. I don't like the bad press they get. They get a lot of flack. Yeah, for being not yummy. I think they're good. You just got to cook them right, right? You do. I think the best way my mom used to do it is um, she steams them. Mm -hmm. So she cuts the bottoms off so they can stand up on their own in a pot. Cute. Puts a bit of water at the bottom and then lets it go for about an hour with the lid on. Wow. Shoves a bunch of garlic inside. Um, And then we eat it with... um, a, a bit of olive oil and lemon mm. and you put a, you uh, bring the a uh, plate of olive oil to the table with the artichoke mm-hmm. you put a wedge of bread underneath mm. the the plate of olive oil so it's tipped what it's classic italian style wow. and then you peel each artichoke off dip it in the olive oil and lemon wow. and scrape it with your teeth and eat the leaves like that wow that's really cool it's magical that's amazing <laughs> this is you should write a cookbook is that in your future Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it should be. Goddamn. That's great. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, it's a great way to have it. All righty. So I guess we've got left to touch on some herbs and some, some little magic, I don't want to say magic bullets, but magic helpers. Yeah, from your backyard. Yeah, totally. All righty. So what's, what's in your arsenal? Um, herby foodie-wise. Yeah. Uh, which I think uh, works for both of our domains, yeah. is garlic. Heck yeah. Right? Allium sativa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's pretty powerful, powerful medicine. Um, it's been proven to reduce cholesterol, mm-hmm. uh, blood pressure. Um, obviously, it's great for the immune system as well. Mm. Highly antibacterial. Yeah. Um, most preferred way of taking it in is raw. Yeah. So I usually recommend to my clients uh, to make a golden paste with garlic. Mm. Uh, so take about eight cloves, crush that up into a paste in a pestle and mortar, um, mixing that with honey, which mm. is also antibacterial and a preservative as well. Yep. Um, and then throwing in some turmeric in there for the anti-inflammatory effects. Awesome. And then you got yourself a little golden paste. Yeah, honestly, I know a, a herbalist that, yeah, with, with patients that didn't want to take uh, tinctures or they didn't want to take the garlic raw, they did that. They made like a garlic mm-hmm. honey compote thingy yeah. and, and ha- had it to reduce their uh, their blood pressure. Yeah, you keep it in the fridge. You can add some coconut um, coconut oil in there as well. Take a spoon a day. And the honey really chills out the sharpness of the garlic. Yeah. 
Very cool. Because, yeah, I don't know a lot of people that just eat raw garlic. You don't There's know. some people. You don't know people, <laughs> but I know. <laughs> Is that an Italian thing? Yeah. Eating raw garlic? Candy. Oh, my God. Only when they're sick. Spicy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like taking a garlic pill. People will do that. Like having, having just, a clove of garlic. And just just munch on it. I have a family garlic farm. Right. They're just Yes, you're all about that it. garlic. Oh, my God. All right, what else you got? What else do I got? Um, I think it's, I don't want to, to say that there is one magic pill yeah. for food. I always recommend the fatty fish as well. Yeah. But I think the most important thing is removing the processed food. So eating mm-hmm. a clean diet, just literally eating foods that is real food. Yep. Increasing your dark leafy vegetables, mm. um, increasing the rainbow, anything with polyphenols is going to be a dark, rich colored food. Yeah. That's your go-to. So, you know, totally. cherries. Yeah. All those kinds of things. Just getting back to a real home-cooked home cooked meal is going to really yeah. help you out. Right. If it's been deep fried, do I eat it? Nah. Stay I away really from know. the trans fat. Stay away from the refined grains. Okay. And eat loads of vegetables. Yeah. Um, you know, red meat too. Don't yep. be afraid of red meat. Okay. The only thing I would say is stay away from really charcoal, char broiled, mm. um, dark meat. That's, Why? Well, there is free radical damage that right. comes from that delicious crust on yeah. a steak. Right. <laughs> right. Okay. Um, so stay away from that. Anything smoked, those nitrates mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff, you don't want yeah. either. Yeah. Okay. Um, so no smoked meats or try to like a little light on the smoked meats if you're going to have them. Yeah. Okay. Keep it as, in its purest form as possible. Cool. Uh, keep that in your in your thinking when you're buying food. Mm. You know, how, how much has this food been processed from mm. its original state? Yeah. And if you have that with you while you're shopping, you'll be able to make some great choices. Totally. Holy mm. Hannah. Yeah, and I guess uh, on the herb end, there are a couple of herbs to, to touch on that um, both of the herbs I'm going to mention are ACE inhibitors. So that's mm. the angiotensin converting enzyme. So all that means is angiotensin. So it's your um, arteries are contracting, right? So when, you're, when your arteries are contracting, the blood is moving um, faster. Uh, so if they're ACE inhibitors, they're stopping that uh, rise in blood pressure and the tension of the uh, arteries, and they're letting the arteries relax, mm-hmm. right? So herbs that just allow your heart and blood vessels to just chill. Uh, so the two herbs for that, one would be hawthorn berries. So crotagus is the Latin, and those are super, like you can harvest them, they grow here. Um, and similar to what Nicole was saying, you can make a jelly out of them if you want. They will do the same thing, high in polyphenols, just like she said. Um, and those are really lovely. So if, if people don't want to take a tincture or they don't want to, for some reason, make a tea out of it or whatever, they can, they can just make fresh hawthorn berry jam and take, you know, a tablespoon of that a day, you mm-hmm. know. Uh, the leaves and flowers are also the same thing. So you keep, keep them at both stages in growth harvest the leaves and flowers from a you know a little shrub tree and then harvest the berries when they're ready um and another the other herb is a chinese herb uh it's called uh, red sage root salvia militarized i think the chinese name is dan shen um and it is uh another ace inhibitor and uh it's a blood blood builder blood mover but it, it decreases heat in the blood mm-hmm. which is really good 
One of your favorite herbs, isn't it? I like that. I like mm-hmm. that one. There's a lot of info on it for Lyme disease as well, which is a whole nother topic. Um, so if it depends on where you are in the in the world. If you want to go the Chinese route, uh, TCM wise, do the red sage. Um, if you want to go the Western herbal, do the hawthorn. Mm-hmm. Like you said, garlic is amazing. Rosemary is nice for uh, just like increasing circulation, yeah. right? Adding it to your food. Do you, do you dig uh, hibiscus? I do. I do dig hibiscus. Uh, hypotensive, high vitamin C, really mm-hmm. nice. I think vitamin C for heart health too, no? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's a very powerful antioxidant. Yeah, so, it's a nice one. Yeah. Um, for sure. Um, any of the berries can be mm-hmm. behind that, but mm-hmm. also your citrus fruits, your rose hips. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah, rose hips again. Um, Yarrow is technically also hypotensive. Um, I don't use that one a lot for that, honestly, but... Uh, that one could be totally put into a lower blood pressure formula. Mm-hmm. Um, am I missing anybody? Any herbs you can think Linden? of? Oh, yeah. Not yeah. How am I forgetting about <laughs> Linden? Oh, my gosh. Linden's nice. So that's also sometimes called uh, lime, lime blossom or basswood uh, flowers. And uh, they grow here as well. And they are just the most delicious tea. Mm-hmm. Like, honestly, I would just recommend getting Linden blossom tea. Tastes it's amazing. So delicious. You don't need to do anything to it, and it's gonna. It's another one of those lowering blood pressure. Just happy, mm-hmm. happy heart, happy heart herbs. Yeah, yeah, perfect. So it looks like we've got a really good prescription for us. We've got some Holy delicious crap. herbs, some <laughs> yeah. tasty ass food. We have a lot of stuff. <laughs> and yeah, that's. Thank you so much for being here and spreading your knowledge. I feel like we're gonna have to have you back to talk about the keto diet yeah because i have questions and feelings and concerns mm-hmm. <laughs> basically but that's awesome thank yeah. you so much we wish you all the best luck in your teaching career you're gonna be amazing oh thank you very much for having me okay we'll see you all soon stay happy and healthy